This is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Hello, hello. Uh, since we've started this podcast together mm. and our radio show together, mm. something has changed within you. Something in me? Something is not the same. What? Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I think in our first few shows, I said to you, are you a Birkenstocks <gasps> Stop it. kind of person? And your answer to me was, no, I'm not on the Birks bandwagon. Yeah. But I feel like I could, I could easily be pulled in or whatever. Um, mate, it's all I'm seeing. Oh, it's, it's all, all I'm, I'm seeing Sorry, on that your twenties these days. That, that silence was me lifting my leg up from under the uh, desk to show Cliff. O. Yeah, I am a Birkenstock fiend. Did I say no originally? At our literally our first or second <laughs> show, because I wear Birks most days. I'm like, are you on the Birk bandwagon? Yeah. You're like, no, but I but I feel like I could be. And mate, you are. You are. Oh. Not only are you on that train, yeah. you are driving it. I am leading it full steam ahead. I know. And I gave my sister so much stick for Birks for many yeah. years. But my God, they're comfortable. Oh, in 20 years, we're going to look back at photos and go, God, they are ugly. And what they were. What were we thinking? 20 years ago when I first wore them as a child. That's and I was right. so embarrassed whenever my mum made me wear Birks. But as we know, fashion just keeps cycling yeah. through. You know, they say everything old and ugly yes. is new again. And I know so. that personally. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the club. Uh, it is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Big moments today for Bronte's 30 before 30. Yeah, I've ticking off a few things, trying a, a fruit that I'd never eaten before and also trying a career that I think is definitely... Not mm. cut out for me. <laughs> Plus, we asked the question, weird things kids have slept with. This was amazing. As comforters. Yeah. Like, other than your plush teddy bears and stuff like that. Kids are so funny. Uh, it's coming up, the Cliff and Bronte podcast. Yeah, this is where we get to find out what, well, it's when we give our recommendations usually about something that we've liked to have watched or read, but... If there's something that's coming to our streaming services, there's not anyone we would trust more to recommend something than Justin Hill, who joins us for the first time in 2023. Happy New Year. Ah, oh, thanks, guys. I'm, I'm, I am a professional tracky-wearing, couch-sitting, TV-watching person, <laughs> let me tell you. Congratulations. Is that part of the New Year's resolution, just to continue that kind of attitude? Yeah. Absolutely. That's the vibe. Be lazy. And also, congrats that the streaming service is back in 2023. Yeah. In an industry like ours, whenever anything gets renewed, it's it's nice. Big news, yeah. I know. It's fun, right? I mean, how many people get to sit and watch shows all day? But that's what I'm here for. I'm here to tell you guys about what's worth watching. And what is uh, – so Mindy Kaling, who I know best from – being on The Office, she's yes. a very funny lady. She is uh, producing something or is she starring in this new series? So, so she's actually uh, voicing the role of a brand new uh, show on Binge in Australia. It comes from HBO Max, Max in the US, but it's called Velma. Mm. Now, if that name sounds familiar to you, that's because it is kind of like the origin story of the Scooby-Doo character. But let me warn you, this is this one's a little bit X-rated. This oh. is like not for kidlets at all. This is definitely for grown-ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like, um, if you, if you guys are a fan of like American Dad and shows like that and oh. that kind of Family humor. Guy kind of humor? Yeah, yes. Family Guy. That's the kind of zone that it's oh. in. It's really funny. It's very grown up. And it basically tells us the story about Vilma and her friends and how she meets the Scooby gang mm-hmm. and right. uh, you know, how they first get together and and it actually puts a real twist on it so like some of the other characters are not what we've seen in the cartoon growing up or even any of the movies
movies. Like it's, you know, um, they're sort of like a bit, a bit up themselves. They don't like her to start with. So it's not like they're the best of friends and they just, you know, get, get off as soon as they meet each other. Mm. She's got a high bar to me because I, I fell in love with, um, what's her name? Is it Linda Cardellini, the... Who played um, in the live Velma action in one. the live action movies mm-hmm. with Sarah Michelle Gellar and that she was so good. That is. I was going to say, what about Sarah Michelle Gellar? Yeah, and Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, yes. and the guy from oh Scream God. who was Shaggy. Oh, I wouldn't have known. Exactly. Him. Yeah. <laughs> now the only thing about this show is Scooby is not in it, but <gasps> honestly, it's so funny and so like um like the humor in it is so adult that I honestly don't think it needs it. Like All it's right. her story. It's about you know how she became. Uh, you know, like an investigator and it's just, you know, there's like murders all over the place and a lot of like innuendo. It's it's a really good watch. And Velma's like the brains of the Scooby mm. gang. Like she's the one that is often actually doing the work to solve yeah, these exactly. cases. She's the one that's actually solving the cases yeah. and they kind of explain how she becomes that person Ooh, in the okay. show. So if you ever, you know, watched either the live action or the cartoon growing up and, and you are a grown-up, mm. then I think that you're going to love this one. She does all the work while still putting out those sexy librarian kind yeah, of vibes. Yeah, so. with a hot turtleneck. Oh, my God, yes. yellow turtleneck's a back, guys. Back, hot turtleneck. <laughs> Great to have you back for a new year, Justin Hill. His podcast is the streaming service. Still out Thursdays, every Thursday. Thursday on well, look, in 2023, we're giving it a little bit more of a pump up and it comes out Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Wow. More for you to watch because there's just Jeez. so many shows that we want to talk about. So Fulton. you can grab it on Is the he? Freely Snap. Yeah, God, your workload through the roof. Yes. Good on you, Juzzy. And Velma, check that out on Binge in Australia. Justin Hill, thanks for your time, mate. Pleasure, guys. Thank you. 30 and flirty and dirty. Bronte's 30 before 30. Yes, this is uh, a list of things that I would like to tick off my bucket list before I turn 30, which is Friday, February 3rd, uh, two weeks tomorrow. (laughs) 30 things (laughs) in two weeks. Basically, two or three a day. You're wishing now we came back earlier in the year? No, (laughs) definitely not. But there's some things on here that are big, some that are little. I'll go through the first 10, uh, and we're going to try one of the things on the 10. To start Please. the show. And by the end of the show this morning, we will have run through all 30 yes, yes. of Bronte's 30 before 30 bucket list challenges. So here's the first 10. I want to try rowing. That was after yeah. um, a call yesterday. Sevi yeah. said I should try rowing. I've done rowing on a machine, but not in a boat. So I'm going to try rowing. I want to donate plasma. Great one. Uh, Big supporter of that. Drive a manual car. Oh, you haven't done that before? I haven't done that before. I don't know if I'm legally allowed to. We'll figure it out. Drive through, pay it forward. This this one I might need oh, you for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want us to just go somewhere randomly and pay for someone's order or pay for someone's, yeah, like yeah. pay, shout everyone something. Like in a drive through. Yeah. yeah I do reckon. that in the manual car, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> two in one shot. Run around six kilometers because I can do five, but I've never been able to do six. So just a little one. Mm hmm. Uh, I want to make bread. I want to make pasta. This I also might need you for. I want to throw a drink in someone's face. No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I want to ride a motorbike. And I want to try 
a kiwi fruit. Okay. This yeah. is the first one you mentioned yeah. yesterday when was you it? launched 30 before. <laughs> but the first thing that came out of your lips is I've never tried a kiwi fruit. I really haven't in 29 so, years. We found a kiwi fruit. They're quite elusive, it turns out, this yeah, time of season, year. Yeah, season, apparently. And before you take your first bite, mm. you can go and cut it up over okay, there, get ready right, or whatever. I'll, I but don't I, know I how actually, to do it. But... I went off and I prepared, because this is a bit of a momentous occasion. Isn't it's the it? first Thank 30 you. before oh. 30. So I went and prepared a bit of an introduction. Oh, great. Do you want me to deliver that now? Yeah, please. <clears throat> Here we go. The kiwi fruit, sometimes referred to as the Chinese gooseberry, an edible fruit from a species of woody vine, oval in shape, covered in a thin, fuzzy, fibrous, tart skin. It has a soft texture with a sweet, unique flavour, which makes one ponder, why is it taken Bronte three decades to pass one by her lips? But ponder no more! For Bronte's 30 before 30, the kiwi fruit consumption begins in three Two, one. Take it away, birthday girl. Mm. Oh, not what I expected. You're smiling a lot. Um, kind of like an apple. It has like a similar flavour to an apple. It's kind of sweet, yes. but a bit tart at the same time. What did you call me? <laughs> it's my birthday, mate. Yeah, the kiwi fruit does have a little <laughs> in common with our mate. So is that th- is it thumbs up? Is it? I mean, I-, I need to figure out how to cut it. That's. I mean, I don't think I've yeah, done you've, too you've well. You've butchered it over there. Someone That's... told me to eat the skin. Are they taking the piss? Wow. I mean, <laughs> you can eat the skin like you can eat a banana skin. The, the question is, do you want to? Should you? Um, I Go think on. kiwi fruit is a big tick. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this one off, and I got another one. Gonna give the skin a. Little... You, know, um, you don't have No, I got a little yeah. bit of skin on the first piece that I tried. and it, Yeah, that's because you cut it so yeah, very poorly. <laughs> but big tick, one thing off the list. Wow, we're one down. Yes, I like it. 29 to go. Oh, God. Let us know when you get bored of it. Actually, follow <laughs> Bronte on the socials. 30 and flirty and Bronte's 30 before 30. Yeah, it's creeping up this big milestone birthday. You're going into it with a beautiful attitude, though. I I feel that. good. Feel you're not you're not wallowing in self pity. No, that surprised me. I think maybe a couple of years ago I, I would have been more scared of turning thirty, but I'm feel like I'm at a pretty There's good There's a lot place. about your life that could disappoint you. Yeah, <laughs> no, so not focus on that. It keeps trying, um, but. Before I turn 30, which is in just over two weeks on the 3rd of Feb, um, 30 things I want to tick off a bucket list. Went through the first 10, um, Mm. just after six. And the next 10 include getting a reading from a psychic. I can't believe I haven't done that, considering how much I love, you know. Whenever we do anything about star star signs signs, or the universe Mm -hmm. and that stuff, you froth on it. I know. I haven't done it, though. So get a reading. I'd like to try scuba diving or do some kind of course, maybe even just in a pool. Uh, pole dancing, who I know, Sass, that we work with in the newsroom, she is amazing. So I wouldn't mind learning from her. I want to get hypnotized. Uh, try a, dur- a durian, which is like the, one of the worst fruits that you can eat. But I want to try. They're going to say go on jury dur- 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 <laughs> duty. I'm like, I don't think you choose that. I, I volunteer. Think they choose you. Uh, boba tea. Eat an insect. Oh, yeah. Eat natural oysters. Learn basic Auslan, which is a suggestion from someone who called yesterday. 
And something that I have actually now ticked off the list after yesterday is learn to do coffee art. So as people that work in breakfast radio, coffee is as important to us as breathing. Uh, And I thought I had like an appreciation for baristas and coffee and things, but I went to uh, a cafe called Fresno in town and learnt from Tarek, who is a barista there, about how to... I, I was like, surely, you know, they pump out coffees quickly. Yeah. Maybe it's not that hard. Maybe this is a skill that and I'll need. And they all seem to have a bit of the art on the right? side. They've always got a nice little picture. How uh, hard can it be? Exactly. And so I asked him, can you teach me? Yeah. And let's start basic. So we asked first, what art are we going to go for? Yeah. So the options are a tulip or a heart. It's probably the easiest thing to start with. What do you think? Uh, Probably a tulip. A tulip. Okay, tulip. I said a tulip's easier than the heart. Apparently. So tulips are the ones that have like a few layers to them, but... See, I tried to have a crack at this once before just in the office of our coffee machine, just mucking around. Yeah. And I tried to do the love heart and it looked inappropriate. Like we put it up on the Instagram at the time Uh and it looked inappropriate. Well, uh, I, I'll post a photo on our Cliff Owen Bronte Instagram for you to see whether or not yeah. mine is considered... Yeah, it's, I wouldn't say it's X-rated yours. Like, yours is suitable for work. Here's the process of uh, Tarek teaching me how to do it. It's um, you'll, you'll understand once you see the photo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it, that's fine. That's fine. No, keep going. Keep going. That's just, that's just. There's plenty more you can do. A little bit more, a little bit more. Now, now come close. Oh. Yeah, you get me, yeah. Oh, so that kind of looks like a love heart to me. There you go, yeah, you got a, that's your first That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. A lot of noises from you. Like, not a lot of words. <laughs> Just like, ooh, ah, uh, What I realised, I was really like, I'm really, if I'm not good at something, I get really uncomfortable and really hot and, like, overstimulated. And I'm really not good at latte art, apparently. Right. So that was me trying to mask the fact that I was burning myself. I was making a mess. I was embarrassed. So if I oh, could go... putting your body on the line. The next 30 years without doing any coffee art and just appreciating the latte art I get from baristas, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty So happy. judge for yourself, guys. No. We'll put it on our Insta. Yeah. At Cliffo and Bronte. You can see I look um, frazzled in the photos. Like, you can tell that I am... I'm not great at it. Look, safe to say if radio doesn't work out, <laughs> Barista's probably not at the top of the list. Definitely not. See yourself now on the Insta at Cliffo and Bronte. There has been uh, some news revealed around the reasons behind a big celebrity breakup that kind of shocked a lot of people at the end of last year involving the Colombian pop star Shakira. And her husband of 11 years, Gerard Piquet, he's a soccer player, I'm pretty sure, they uh, have a few kids together but revealed that they had split after, yeah, over a decade together. What has come out recently, because she's just released a new song where it's in Spanish but people have translated the lyrics and they have kind of revealed a bit of a backstory behind the split and what led to it because he's already in a new relationship with a much mm. younger woman. Oh, God. And Any of these people dating yeah. musicians? Like, like, 
knowing the relationship is coming to an end, yeah. you must start panicking. Yeah. Because like, this is going to be single number one mm-hmm. of the new album. Uh, All of our dirty laundry is going to be put out there. Pop hit. She goes hard on him. But what has been revealed through the music video and confirmed was how she found out that he was cheating on her with his new girlfriend. And it got us thinking, what are the weird ways that you discovered your partner was cheating if it's not the traditional way? Because how Shakira discovered her husband was cheating on her was because the mistress took her jam, her strawberry jam. What, to Shakira's house? She took it away. So Shakira was away for a little while. She is the only one that eats strawberry jam in her house. Her husband didn't eat it and her kids didn't eat it. So the other woman's finished the jam. Finished the the jam. jam. Thrown the jam, the empty jam. Shakira's come home from this trip and realised that the jam is gone and that is apparently what tipped her off to the fact that her husband was cheating And has led to the new single, Jam Jars Don't Lie. (laughs) It could be the translation. It could be the Jam Jars. So, 131060, was there a weird way you found out that your partner was cheating on you? You were saying that there was like an Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. This is from last year. What happened? So you can go onto the Alexa app Mm. on your phone if you use Amazon Alexa. Like, hey, Alexa. Yes, yes. Play Cliff on Bronte or whatever. Smart speaker or whatever. Smart speaker, right? You can go onto the app and listen back to all of the commands. It actually records them. Your voice. Your voice. And it stores them in your app for your Alexa. Mm-hmm. So you can go back and listen to the audio. And there was a woman overseas who went back and listened. And like she found this out. She went back and listened. No. And there was like the audacity. The other woman <gasps> was using her Alexa. <gasps> and she in her house, she could hear the other woman's voice. <gasps> Giving commands to Alexa. Oh. So that's how she found out her husband was cheating. Are you, I can't believe someone used her Alexa. Like, that's pretty ballsy to use someone. I mean, ballsy I don't to like all this, man. take like, someone's husband. Like but sleeping <laughs> with someone, like sleeping with someone's husband's one thing. Yeah. But then eating their jam. Oh, my God. And then using their Alexa, like getting comfortable in their surrounds. The audacity. Very rude. 131060, was there... A surprising way that you found out somebody was being unfaithful. Ian's here. Ian, how did you find out, mate, that a partner was cheating? Well, I come home one day and there's some money on top of my fridge. Now, we don't have money, so that was the first clue. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the second clue was when I opened the fridge, half my beer's gone <gasps> and she don't drink beer. How, how long had you been away for, Ian, that all the beer was gone? <laughs> oh, probably... Two weeks. Oh, oh, mate. Ian, the audacity right? of a bloke coming in and hooking up with your partner. Yeah. But then, like, washing it down with one of your Denzel Frothingtons. At least he left you some money. That's nice. Did you pocket that? Yeah, he paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> paid for the beer. She paid, she paid for it as well. Oh, too. God. Uh, Gavin's next. Gavin, mate, how did you find out a partner was cheating? I uh, come home from my holiday, and um, quite frankly, I went to the toilet. Mm. It was only me and my partner living in the home, and I uh, looked out the toilet seat, and someone written, Nico, your partner is cheating on you. Apologised. What? Oh. So, so, so the other person, the other man, yes, left a message to you. 
in they go underneath the toilet seat. Because he knew that she wouldn't have lifted the toilet seat. Oh, yeah. I mean, even though he, do you think he didn't realise she had a partner and that's why he was so angry? Yes. Wow. She also needs to clean under her toilet. That's probably another thing she needs to get right in her life. I mean, there's a few things that need to happen there. That's just one of them. (laughs) Alpha Bucks is back tomorrow, Friday morning, the 20th of January, and it's worth $1,000 cash, Bronte. And don't be like our contestant today. Kayla, was it? Yeah, Kayla, Kayla, Kayla. Who clearly did not listen to this part right here, Mm. right now, on the podcast where we gave away... Not only the letter, but also an answer for the It comp. really is generous. It's a big hint. You're welcome. Um, today's one is, drum roll please. Is it Nemo? I'm The sheet I've put <laughs> far, far away from me. <laughs> it is. It is Nemo, which we can assume is N and a character from a Disney Little movie. Little clownfish. Yeah, Just Nemo. keeps swimming, mate. Absolutely. Uh, Nemo. So end your letter. Nemo, your free Alpha Bucks answer for tomorrow, Friday morning's game on Hits and the Listener app. I feel like a few of us um, out there sort of getting back into the new year, back into work, just back into life in general. After a big family hit over the summer break, a lot yeah. of us would have caught up with family. Like since COVID and stuff, I think we're holding on to those those moments and stuff we get to spend definitely with family a little bit tighter. And this was a Christmas where there weren't too many, I don't think there was any real travel restrictions anymore. No. So I feel like people were coming together in droves a lot yeah, more. Yeah, people have really forgotten about that whole COVID right. thing, haven't they? <laughs> Thank God. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with my family, and I got to spend a lot of time with my three-year-old nephew, Cooper. So mm. this is my brother's son. They came and stayed with you, didn't um, they? No, I went down there, oh. and I, I stayed with them, Okay, which was fantastic. Um, I did find out something about little Coopy, though. He's mm. three, and he's just... So good. It's about my son's age. Okay, so, yeah. You know, dealing with him a little bit like dealing with my little terror, Charlie. Mm. Um, but one thing that was really interesting about Cooper was his choice of comforter. Okay. And by that, I mean the thing he went to bed with and like slept with. Sure, 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 sure. Yes. So nine times out of ten for kids, that would be some form of teddy bear. Like plush toy, you would think. Yes. Uh, not little three-year-old nephew... Cooper, mm. whose favourite comforter, the thing he goes to bed with and sleeps with every night is a pair of pliers <laughs> from my brother's garage shed thing. <laughs> what? So it don't like, and it's not really. They're not that dangerous. They're kind of like they're flat nosed and stuff like okay, that. Like okay. he's not, I don't think he's gonna hurt himself with them. Are they heavy? Um, like are they... Oh, they're really heavy. And yeah. I would imagine it would be really uncomfortable to, to sleep, sleep with. with. <laughs> you think so? And I just Googled this yesterday because I have heard stories before of kids using, you know, things that aren't really normal. Yeah. Um, as comforters. Some that I found online, Trin wrote, My son went through a phase where he slept with a pine cone he found at the park. <laughs> And that's that's another one that's yeah. not heavy like the pliers, but quite sharp edge. And a bit uncomfortable if you roll over onto it. Gene said, when my oldest was two, I got a cheap Halloween doormat. He insisted on sleeping with the doormat every night. He liked snuggling it. Is this, okay, so as a parent, I imagine bedtime can be difficult mm. 
always. Yeah. So if there is something that helps your kids go to sleep, Man. are you just like, do it? Honest, you'd put them to bed with the TV. Right. If it helped. Do you know sleep what, like, with the pliers. Yeah, you like the air fryer? Okay. That's yours. <laughs> you cuddle up with it. One more. Kate said, my two-year-old girl sleeps with a red delicious apple. She's unaware. I replace it every second week oh so it doesn't go bad. Oh, my God. 131060, give us a call. Weird things a kid slept with. Yes. As like a comforter. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So we want to go a little bit beyond your plush toys, mm. your teddy bears. A blanket or something. So for my son, for my three-year-old son, Charlie, yeah. it's just his favourite pillow. Yeah, I was a big pillow kid. Yeah, refuses to have a like a pillow slip on it. Oh. It's this disgusting oh. old brown <laughs> pillow. Oh, mate, it's got all sorts of stains all over <laughs> it. Like occasionally, we can pry it from his hands to get it in the washing machine. Thank but God. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. So think along the lines of pliers, pine cones, doormats, red apples, a red delicious apple. I get not, it. Not a pink lady. No, God, no. Not a Fuji. Going to send you to sleep. But red delicious. Obviously. Fleur's here first up. Fleur, weirdest thing a kid has slept with as like a comforter. Oh, my goodness. So a girlfriend of mine's um, daughter out in Western Queensland a few years ago got a, what are those kids' plastic shotgun type things for Christmas from her uncle? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so she used to prowl around with that and her gumboots and dresses and stuff, and she'd go to bed every night with this thing under her pillow. But you can imagine, like, it's a cheap, plasticky gun mm. thing, kids' one. Um, and so it was getting covered in duct tape quite regularly because it was getting broken every time she, you know, how kids are yeah. like windmills when they sleep. Oh, true. Um, oh, my goodness. It was hilarious. But she would rock around with this thing all the time. With a gun. And then she would take it to bed every night with, yeah, Oh, under amazing. a pillow. Has she, got, has she got a lot of siblings? Is that what she needed the protection she, just well, in case? Yeah. She has an older sister and she's got a younger brother. <laughs> Lucky so, we're in Australia and not the United States. The yeah, States, it's just plastic they, they got real guns under their pillows over there. Seriously. Oh, wow, that's a good one. Courtney on 131060, weirdest thing a kid has chosen as a comforter. So we have um, a family friend whose son liked to choose an item of fruit, much like the Red Delicious Apple from oh, the yeah. fruit bowl, yeah. every afternoon or um, before he went to bed. Yeah. Um, and it escalated to the point where he insisted that he took a pineapple to bed with him. Oh. Oh. And very being pokey, mother, very sharp. our family friend is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, this might be, you know, a hazard. I will gently remove the pineapple from his bed while he's sleeping. And about 10.30, 11 o'clock at night, she just hears calls from the other room, where's my pineapple? <laughs> Oh my god! Imagine that every night, like before bedtime. Where's the fruit bowl? That yeah. Which one is it going to be? What tonight? are we choosing tonight? Wow. Uh, Teela is next. Teela, weirdest thing your kids slept with. Uh, my kid will fall asleep with random stuff all the time, from plastic guns to swords, anything. Yeah. But the weirdest thing was he fell asleep with a coat hanger. Oh. Kids are choosing some painful mm. things to fall asleep with. Really good if he lost reception on the radio. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Tease here, mate. You've got a late inclusion. Yes, yes. So it's not my kids. It's actually my little sister, and she's going to hate me for this. <laughs> I know they play the radio at her work, and she's working right now. So hi, Mickey. Hi, hi Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> Let's hear from your big sister. <laughs> 
Okay, so a few years ago, Mickey went through this massive obsession with Justin Bieber. So one of my friends got her a life-size cutout of Justin Bieber. No. So like matching his exact height. <laughs> Anyways, Mickey went years sleeping with this thing. Oh. And the sad thing about it is before Justin Bieber came along, our family dog, Bailey, would sleep in bed with Mickey. But Bailey was petrified of Justin Bieber. So we sat her down and we made the 13-year-old make a big grown-up decision and she chose Justin Bieber. So Bailey was shunned outside. (laughs) The the dog was shunned for a Justin Bieber cut out. Mickey, hang your head in shame, girl. Does she still love Justin Bieber, T, or is that obsession done? No, it's still very much real. So she's 20 now. Oh, and man. her Insta, oh no, not her Instagram, her Snapchat username is Justin Bieber's Bay. Wow. <laughs> Look, she, the she's... power of manifestation is real. She's hearing this at work this morning. It's, look, it's not manifesting Justin Bieber in her. It's manifesting other feelings. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. 